Hi there, it's Angela Scanlon here standing in for the Graham Norton with Waitrose podcast and we have some absolute treats for you today. Stephen Mangan joins me to tell me all about the new series of Landscape Artist of the Year. Show chef Martha has her best of recipes. This time she brings me a granola. Wait for it, you're going to love it. And we're playing a game of Word Up. See if you can guess the missing word. Let's get started with our guest of the day. Stephen Mangan is in the chair opposite me. As I mentioned earlier on, we are distantly related. We are. I know, it was a surprise to me. And me. I knew that you did a bit of hanging around Bell Mullet, which is my dad's <laughs> old town. So I had heard and, you know, the chances were were there. Right. Bell Mullet's small. It is. But you came on, I have a chat show in Ireland and you came on kindly a couple of years back and this was how we discovered... Kind of. Shall we? Should we listen? It, it explains it better than I'm doing. So I heard like whispers that maybe we were related. Ah. And then I thought, you know, my dad's from Mayo. Maybe it was just one of those. Ah, he's on telly. So are you? And you're both <laughs> yeah. from Mayo, kind of. Yeah. So this message is from my dad's auntie Katie's daughter. Keep my dad's. <laughs> Mary Mangan, she says. Yeah. Mine and Phelan, that's my dad's grandmother. Yeah. Was a sister to Michael Mangan. My great grandfather. Your great grandfather. Yes. So that makes us. <laughs> Third cousins once removed. <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. isn't it? No, as soon as I was, uh, I knew I was going on your show. I yeah. got a phone call from my uncle Eamon telling me we were related, and okay. you know, because he's friends with your dad. So there we go. Yeah. So, uh, but the once removed thing, I can never quite get my head around. It. I'm trying to do it with my own kids now. So my husband's cousin is. She's like, oh, she's friends with this kid. I'm like, oh yeah, he's technically one. The once removed thing is still over my head. It's well, very... my my seven year old, I mean, who voted for you every week because Babe, he wanted to I vote for dad's that. cousin. Couldn't understand. I kept saying he's your, she's your cousin as well, yeah. but he didn't. He couldn't work that. I mean, I was, it's complicated. It's isn't very it? complicated. But you're technically a nepo baby. I, well, exactly. <laughs> Does this make you a nepo baby? Being on this show My right son now. also couldn't believe that I was related to someone who could dance so well. He goes, "What? You two are related?" <laughs> are you not? She's I, really good at dancing. I feel Dad. like you have the limbs for dancing. I've got the limbs. I just don't have the coordination between the limbs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was a problem. Believe it or not, for me. Really. Yeah. I moved my right and my left arm in tandem it's supposed to be the opposite way around oh no naturally yes yeah. so I had to unlearn a few weird things well, you did very well I think that was from the Mayo side as well anyway enough about that shall we chat about your new show yes uh, Landscape Artist of the Year I love it so oh, much oh it's such a relaxing show isn't it I love doing it and it's nice that they show it in the winter because we film it in June so okay. it's nice to remember that at some point the sun will shine and yeah. the skies will be blue and you'll be able to wander around with that 52 layers on and it's like a travelogue yeah. but without you having to get you know jet lag or pack yeah, presumably I mean, we, this country is very beautiful mm -hmm. so the first show last Wednesday night was uh, was filmed in Donotta Castle oh. which is a very spectacular castle on the east coast of Scotland and we, we go to we're in Liverpool um Liverpool docks this week. Yes, um, I like the I like the how they switch it up. It's not always you know romantic skylines. Yeah. It's like you know can be quite um com not commercial but like yeah, industrial, quite urban and industrial kind of, yeah. yeah. And they particularly this series they didn't want because you can have enough of country houses mm -hmm. with a lake in front. Yeah, uh, they wanted really? to see people try and <laughs> try and uh, paint some other stuff. So yeah. with a final this year is at uh, the Royal Opera House in the centre of London, oh, Covent Garden. We're on the roof, uh, the terrace there, yeah. and we go to 
the fabulously named Buckler's Hard in the New Forest mm-hmm, uh, and uh, Hever Castle in Kent. So, yeah, we scoot all around the you country and people in four hours create these incredible works of art. It's just magic to me. Yeah. I just don't know how they do it, but I'm very happy to be watching them. But also, with uh, to me, it's, it's the fascination of the kind of single-mindedness and the nerdery of someone who's like that passionate and focused on something. I used to host Robot Wars and I wasn't necessarily the most technically minded, but I was so in awe of these people who created something out of nothing under, you know, uh, time. I think that you've hit the nail on the head that it's it's getting lost in the detail of something is what Mm. makes it so relaxing to do. Because the contestants, the artists that come on the show and they're very nervous because all the cameras everywhere and I'm wandering around, you know, asking them things the whole time. But as soon as they start painting, you can see it just completely absorbs them. And I'm sort of jealous. I wish I had a, a hobby like that where I could just get so into it that the rest of the world just melts away and all yeah. I can think about is the piece of paper in front of me. Yeah. Do you paint? No, I'm no. hopeless. <laughs> can't can dance, can't paint. How did you paint. get that gig? <laughs> <laughs> now, we need the why. Why Stephen Mac... Do you know why he's fab? Grey head of hair. Grey head of Mayo, hair. From Mayo, I knew his father. <laughs> it's related to Scanlon, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So, but you have, you have you attempted on your breaks to, like, give it a go? Do you know how... I mean, I... I you know how it is in families? Where there's always... If one of the family becomes really good at it, the rest of you go, well, that's that's, that's her thing. thing. That's their thing. My sister, my younger sister, Anita, who illustrates all the children's books that I write yes. and does so brilliantly, is the artist in the family. And that's always been her thing. And I knew very early on I just, I just couldn't do it. And I, it's frustrating when you feel, you, you know, you're not making any progress. So I think you give up probably, maybe before you should. Mm-hmm. Acting okay. was my thing. So I yeah. did that. Um, and, and she's the she artist. did it pretty well. Yeah, but it's funny, isn't it? Because I imagine the people, the, the description of the person who gets lost in the art, I think we can so often shun those things because we assume the the results, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, and weirdly, it's the Strictly thing taught me. It's like, oh, it's the actual doing of the thing regardless of the outcome. That's what makes it kind of magic, you know? Completely. And it is probably, you know, drawing and painting is probably yeah. the thing that more people do in this country than any other type of hobby. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I you watch people sometimes, you see them just pull out a piece of paper and a pencil and just mm-hmm. start sketching something somebody or the view they're looking at and you think what a lovely thing to be able to do a sketchbook I'd love to have a sketchbook full of beautiful drawings of places I've been that to me not beautiful Stephen well not beautiful it's an expression of you this is it this is what I tell my son when the the handprints are all over the wall and I'm scrubbing the paint off the the furniture and it's funny my daughter is like talks about art you can obviously hear somebody a very um, empathetic teacher has told her that art is scribbles and and it should be be appreciated. So, Send her on the show. We'll see if she gets through the first round. She might be a wild card, Stephen, let's be honest. Um, Stephen Mangan is in the hot seat. We're talking about Landscape Artist of the Year. Started last night, the ninth series. Started on Wednesday night. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday night, night at eight. Wednesday night at eight's on Sky Arts. Yes. I would be rem- it would be remiss of me if I didn't say that. Uh, but I think we're on our ninth or tenth series ninth now. Ninth series, I believe, although I did say Saturday, so it could be ten. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Tell me about the wild cards and whether like literally anyone or their granny can just chuck a painting in. Yeah, <clears throat> it's the thing about landscape artists that's such a joy to do. We have six or 
Is it eight? God, my memory's really starting to go. We have a certain number of people who are chosen to be in the sort of competition proper, if you like. And they are in these very fancy pods. But we also have 50 wildcards at every location. The great unwashed. Well, they're literally the ones who get to the website the first. When When the event opens, they get to the website, they sign up and they come along. And every morning when we film a a landscape uh, show, sun, hail, snow or rain, the landscape artists will be there. I've seen husbands holding an umbrella over their artist's wife for seven hours so that she can do her her painting. It's just a joy. People, because they just, I think, you know, painting can be quite a solitary thing often. Mm -hmm. I know you can go to life drawing classes, but to go out and sit with 50 other people and the miracle, I mean, the amazing thing to me is you've got 50 artists all painting the same thing. No two paintings are even vaguely alike. Yeah. It's just not just the view they choose to focus in on. But the, the great thing about art is that it's, it's being interpreted through someone's imagination. And every single one sees something different uh, and creates an entirely different world on their piece of paper. And I think, you know, it's, it's my favourite bit of that show. Yeah. And also an opportunity for people to turn what might be a passion into a into a, a thing. Like, yeah. I mean, £10,000 commission is, is no Yeah, joke, no, if you get through, you, and, you know, paintings are, are hung in, you know, galleries all around yeah. the world. Uh, so uh, it's, yeah, it, it can really make an artist's career. And I think that's, that's another thing that I'm very proud of in the show. It's hard if you're an artist to get your work out there. Yeah. Um, and even if they don't win a heat or the competition when they come on Landscape Artist, uh, people can still see their work. They can Google the artist or they go to our website. Mm-hmm. And it's a path to getting some of their work sold and, yeah. and help to sort of keep them going as an artist. In like it's quite a tough a noisy business. Atmosphere. Oh, my, yeah. such a noisy business, yeah. Um, you mentioned your your kids kids books and working with your sister Anita are there more on the horizon I'm in the I, do you know what I'm about to finish the second draft this afternoon okay. of the next book of book number five uh, and I was awake half the night that's probably why I slept in this morning I was awake uh, he for, looks fresh gang I do He's look had fresh. a lion but, toddler <laughs> phase has passed I was trying to work out that because I've, I've done the denouement you know the big final scene but now I need the kind of you know in a movie when they say or in a, a documentary they say Brian now lives in Alaska and he's married to a polar bear uh, okay yeah Yes, you know, like that bit. three months later. Three months later. So I'm just trying to work out what's happened to all the characters. But yeah, okay. that will be out in uh, in April. Is there much farting in it? Do you know what? The, <laughs> the, the fart that changed the world was my bestseller by some distance. I'm not surprised, babe. It's kids. So know your audience. This, this new book is called... The Day I Fell Down the Toilet. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a sort of new, it's the Anna Karenina for the new generation. <laughs> Give the people what they want, Stephen. You know, you've got a litmus test at home, use them. Um, it's wonderful. How, how is it working with your sister? I mean, five books in, it's, it's obviously pretty good. There's oh, clear, clear lines. It's You're great. not the artist. So She's the artist, I'm the writer. Um, and, you know, you forget, I'm looking at my own kids they spend every day with their siblings you know they're with each other all the time and sometimes that's a joy and sometimes they drive each other crazy like we all did with our sisters or brothers uh, but you know you then create all these separate lives and you go off and it's lovely to be sort of brought back together to work yeah. together because we do genuinely get on really well um, and I think like you say clear lines what she does the drawing I do the writing and yeah. it, there's no there's no cross I'm no not cross over her over. shoulder going let me just give me that pencil a minute let me just finish off yeah. that face there's none of that yeah um, will you turn them would you turn them into shows yeah I I, I, uh, I, I would and um, when I have some time that's I, I absolutely plan to sit down and start trying to make that yeah. happen but um yeah totally uh i think uh books are magic um and films are magic and uh you know a, a good book 
can be a thrilling to read and also great to go and watch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of magic, the last time I saw you was at Kylie Yes. I mean... Wasn't that a joyful, joyful it? night? Yeah. I mean, you just looked around, everyone was beaming. It was like, this is weird injector in my veins. 5,000 people at the Royal Albert Hall who yeah. were just all really... She brings so much joy, yeah. doesn't she? I just thought it was a magical evening. It was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you look great, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the family I was asking for I them, will. Yeah. <laughs> Say hello to your dad for me. <laughs> See you later. Still to come, we're playing a game of Word Up, so stick around to see if you can guess the missing word. But first up, let's cross to show chef Martha. Hello. It's the first time I've seen you with your actual bun in the oven. Oh, I know. Congratulations. You know I did see you when it was a very, very tiny little bun, okay. but it was a very secretive. secret <laughs> bun. And I, I can't remember what I'd made you, but I was not feeling 100%. I was just going to say. just go through it. I mean, lamb shank, 10 a.m., Sunday morning. Morning, pregnant. It's a nightmare. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But how has it been? Yes, yeah, been good. Thank yeah. you. Yes. You look lovely. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Uh, is granola one that you've been researching? Dry oats, you know, for <laughs> nausea is pretty good. I've been eating a lot of cereal yeah. and this feels like a much healthier choice. So yeah. Maybe it's something I should be eating more of. And less beige, certainly, than the foods that I ate in the first, you know, <laughs> period of beige. time. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's absolutely fine. you got to do it. Keep it going. But it's funny, isn't it? Sorry, we will, we will talk about food now in a second. But... Um, it's that 12-week period where apparently, like, you're growing and building all of the organs. Like, all of the big stuff is happening in the 12 weeks, but you oh, can't say anything. You can't crazy. ask for sympathy. Then you get a burst of energy and everyone's like, oh, you're pregnant. You're like, I'm fine. I could have done with you <laughs> yeah. five weeks ago when I was <laughs> napping in the toilet. It is so true. Yeah. So Anyway, true. you'll be making a lot of granola in the coming years. <laughs> and granola, in fairness, gets a bit of a bad rap, I think. It does. It doesn't have the excitement of the team today. The team are no. like, oh, granola. I'm Mick called me in the week and said, I'm sorry to say now, we're doing granola. I was like, are you kidding me? It's cereal with gifts. Exactly. That you forage for. It's a bit, you know, it's exciting. You never know what you're going to get. Every bite is different. You Absolutely. Can, when you've made it yourself, you can put in all sorts of different things. Yeah. And yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of granola, especially when it's yeah got the little treats. If it's just plain, I know no. you've got to have the treats in there. And <laughs> um, do you think everyone knows what granola is? Yeah. Because it is a bit posh, I think. It is a little bit posh, isn't it? It's, like kind it's of... basically porridge. Actually, you you do the no, description. I mean, I feel, I feel like people used to... Muesli was like quite well known. Okay, yeah. dryer, okay. muesli, Woodier, grandparents dustier. eat muesli. But yeah, and then granola emerged as this kind of like slightly sexier cousin, which is a little sweet, bit crunchy. So yeah, it's like Clumpy, muesli. I would say. Yep, it's got clumps. Nuggets. Together, little nuggets, like kind of, yeah, a textured baked muesli so muesli is normally go. not it doesn't see heat it's just the yeah. oats <laughs> mixed yeah. with which is why it's a bit dusty because it's not got any of yeah. that lovely crispy crunchiness to and it and you know my problem now with muesli <laughs> is that the dust then turns to it makes the milk a bit gungy oh yeah no it's muesli is not the one i can't it's quite see one. you know when things make a comeback in the food scene i can't no, quite see happening. muesli making its way Mm-mm. back into people's breakfast routine but granola yes and it's good not just for breakfast it's such a nice little snack yeah or you can use it as like a crumble topping oh. there's lots of ones you've got a big jar of it yeah the world is your oyster the world is your oyster <laughs> also i suggest not even thinking about it as something that you pair with milk yeah 
it's more of a like, oh, I'm going to. I had an acai bowl today because I'm a fancy <gasps> oh, girl. Oh, wow. Um, in a portable blender because I'm middle aged. <gasps> and portable. Oh, my, I'm talking more about this. Do you have it with you? I, I do. <gasps> uh, it, I'll show you it now in a minute. <laughs> Prepare to be excited. I couldn't work it. Um, Mick double clicked it. In the end, it did take him a while. But I would say on like a smoothie bowl, you dress it with granola. Yeah. It's a topping. It's another level. On, I've done it with yogurt today. So I've got Waitrose Greek number one yogurt. The best one. Because I think that that's the really nice, gives you the right kind of texture, luxurious yes. texture to set off the crunch. Yeah. And this is the best one we're ever going to taste, are you Well, <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. I spent a long time researching granola. It's okay. it's kind of like, I guess, my favourite granola. It's probably a better name for it because it's got all the things in it that I love. Okay. <laughs> but you might not feel the same. I so mean, I feel like I will, but my face will tell you otherwise. <laughs> if it does. Um, Martha Collison is in. We are making the very best granola you're ever going to have. And it actually is legit. Delicious. Oh, it's got your seal of approval. Mm. It's got all the crunch. It's got the texture play. It's got like juicy, soft fruit in there. Like a good hard nut. A sweet little bundle of oats. It's delicious. (laughs) It's got all of the bits. It's got all of the the good stuff. (laughs) Talk us through it. So... We are starting out with the kind of the thing that will binds it all together because without the binder, it's literally just oats and that's very boring. So yeah. <laughs> we are taking honey is kind of the thing that makes it nice and sweet. And then coconut oil, or you can use vegetable oil or any kind of oil really for this, but coconut kind of works. There's coconut that goes in at the end. So it's mm-hmm. nice, partners together well. And then you want some kind of nut butter. So I've gone with almond butter because I've okay. got, again, almonds going into the granola. Layering. Use... She's layering, guys. Exactly. Layer the flavour. So you could use peanut butter if you rather that if you're cheap that, that all goes into a saucepan get it nice and molten and then we're mixing together oats i've got some mixed seeds going in there as well and some roasted cashew nuts and almonds they will go into the bowl so do you roast all of that business beforehand or do you just not chuck that in and it roasts when you're roasting the so rest some of, of them so that's actually the cashews go in roasted but the almonds go in unroasted okay. i find the cashews they just get that lovely slight bitterness to them when they go in already roasted but the almonds okay. need a little they don't need quite as long a little so. less time they can go in so you mix those in and then we pour in the kind of it's almost like you're making a flapjack but there's Mm. a lot less of the sugary syrup so you have to really work to coat it all together and then the thing that makes it clump together is egg white so you want you're kidding me no so that is what you need to get the little the the variation otherwise you just have oats which will taste nice yeah but then you don't get the little clusters and the crunchy bits this is i make granola martha (gasps) now i was going to say i skipped the bit where you join them all in the saucepan and i just like drizzle honey (laughs) or maple syrup i lash in some butter hope for the best and that works too yeah but i thought that was why it wasn't clumpy but it's egg white it's egg white yeah exactly so you don't need it in it as well that's so true. Go on. It's so healthy. I mean, I'm not sure how far one egg white goes in an entire jar of fine, granola, we'll but take it's it. a little bit of extra. So yeah, you take your egg white, you whisk it just until it becomes a bit frothy, but it doesn't need to be like a meringue. Okay. And then that goes in and you just toss it all together, spread it on your baking tray. And then I roast it at quite a low temperature, so about 150 degrees yeah. for about 45 minutes. And then toss you, it in the middle. Yeah, there's a toss. Exactly. Otherwise, otherwise <laughs> the bit underneath will be a little dry. I like it when it's a bit crunchy though. I like the burnt chips you know I'm the one who's mm. foraging for the bad bits <laughs> the, little, the, the bad bits of granola you know. 
Um, and then you ask me if I put the fruit in at the end or the beginning. Yes, because here's the key. Always the end. Because I think if you put it in at the beginning, it just gets too hard. And then you're kind of getting through, especially if it's sat in your jar for a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting to little raisin nuggets that are going to break your teeth. Yeah. Also, there's gojis in here. Yes. Goji berries, which are quite bougie, I have to be honest. I know. They're such a lovely colour, though. They are. And very good for your blood, I believe. <laughs> um, but the key is to not roast them because they're actually hard enough without being roasted. Exactly. So I, the, the fruits I've added at the end, so once it's cooled down, um, I just let it cool on the tray and then I'm adding in goji berries, which are these lovely, vibrant little pops of colour and they're mm-hmm. not, not not got too much of an intense flavour. So just yeah. you can have quite a lot in there. I've got some Waitrose Cook's Ingredients Sour Cherries. Is that what they are? That's what the little plump ones are. Juicy, proper juicy, bigger so than a raisin. Juicy. Exactly. And also not too sweet because we've got the honey going on. It's all about balancing yeah. out the flavours. So we've got that in there and then there's some cacao nibs sprinkled through for a bit. I know you're a big cacao, cacao. fan. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta watch your old teeth with the, with the cacao nibs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they get folded through. And then the final thing is some coconut. So this is actually it's by a brand called Urban Fruit, but it's just baked coconut chips. Yeah. And they've got so much flavour and just add another level of little, little pop of sweetness. But to be honest, you can chuck in any dried fruit, especially if there's stuff lingering from Christmas and you're like what am I doing with this packet of apricots yeah, okay <laughs> granola it yeah granola just it always. don't bake <laughs> the apricots no don't bake them yeah. don't do it to yourself you know I sometimes put in salt oh nice do you know what I actually just missed that out guys you <laughs> know like what you've if you're taking any time off Martha I, I can handle it again. there's someone here ready to fill the, the show chef shoes um, but a little bit of salt is lovely because again it's like oh like salt and sweet popcorn you get that kind of you know mix absolutely it's all about getting the balance and then mm. it's then it becomes a bit more exciting I'm hoping we've like rallied the team now to be like okay I, I mean their faces this. suggest that they're not necessarily on board <laughs> just yet no okay there's teeth showing it's better it's better um, okay great how do we feel about if it gets a bit stale at the end of the jar like chucking it in with milk and turning it into brown porridge oh. <laughs> I don't like waste I've never done that but I like that idea I think that could be nice I really like that or sometimes what I will often do is turn it into a bit of a healthy crumble so get your fruit, layer in your fruit and then crumble the granola on top and Very then bake nice. that. And then I think it doesn't matter if it's a little bit soft because everyone likes a bit of softness to their yes. crumble. Um, now, quick one, just because the egg was such a revelation to me. I will sometimes forget about the granola in a jar and then come back to it. Might be a bit stale, but like, you know, you deal with it. If we've now put egg in it, does that mean I have to be a bit more careful about how long it's hanging around in the cupboard? It's a good question. I wouldn't have thought so because no. it's baking for such a long time and okay. it's not a high proportion of egg that I think it just works as a Fine. nice hold together I probably would probably, I'd say three months is a good amount of time okay, to keep yeah. your jar Eat it at your own risk is what she's saying. So don't make too much in one go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. I mean, not that I needed converting, but hopefully some people are converted. Um, waitress.com forward slash show chef to see all of Martha's wonderful recipes and you can find them on socials at Virgin Radio UK. Thank you so, so much. You're very welcome. Lamb shank next time, yeah? Come <laughs> <laughs> on, baby, tell me what. Our competition word up is back and your chance to win a Graham Norton with Waitrose gift box including a reusable drinks cup, Waitrose brute champagne, number one salted caramel truffles, I'd eat them for breakfast, and number one aged balsamic vinegar of Medina no less. We have got Lauren in Leeds on the line who sounds like my kind of woman. You're in the car, are you Lauren? I've just toddler are just getting out and he's shouting come on mommy at me i mean there's no rest he's like get your no get it rest. together 
Get it together. Okay, I'm together. I'm together. So I'm little, you got bag. little Vinny. Little Vinny, he's holding his bag very tightly. Good boy, yeah. Vinny, you hold on to that. You don't want anyone taking it off you. It's on my neck. <laughs> it's on your neck, OK. <laughs> well, let's hope that's the only thing. I'm talking to Angela on the radio. Come on, Vinny, give it a rest for a second, will you? Are you going to listen? You do some driving while I, I do the quiz. You are such a good driver, such a good driver. Um, Lauren, you used to work as cabin crew, so you feel you feel my pain. Oh, I really, really do. Yeah, cabin crew, and I've travelled quite a lot with little one as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Have you? Do you remember any howlers? Because it's easier, isn't it, to look at other people's children melting than your own. I would just give them a lot of toys. Excuse me, a lot of toys, a lot of biscuits, a lot of chocolate, just to keep them quiet. Lovely. <laughs> I thought I actually thought you said I'd just give them a lot of toddies. I was like, that's a great one. <laughs> Take the, the edge yeah. off. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred <laughs> percent. <100%. laughs> um, what's planned for uh, for the day? You know, assuming you can control the plan. We're going to go and see. We just pulled up at my friend Jill's house to see Baby Ava, haven't we? Oh. I need to squeeze out. You need to squeeze out. You need to so squeeze out of what, go, Vincent? Yeah, this is this is a true representation <laughs> of mum life. My husband works off jaw. I've done a month on my own with two dogs and a toddler, so I need this prize. Oh, ble- okay, okay. Well, shall we get to it? I feel like that's our cue, Let's isn't it? Because Vincent may not, may run out of patience before our bed. Okay, so you're looking for the missing word in the clip that I'm about to play you tonight, 7 p.m. I'm going to do this quick, Lauren, don't worry. Steve Denier hosts my playlist, okay? He's going to be chatting to Aid Edmondson about the songs that mean the most to him. So the clip. He's chatting about the Young Ones recording with Cliff Richard. What is the missing word? I'm going to play it for you one more time, Lauren from Leeds. Go. It took a day. Really? You know, it took a day to kind of do it. Maybe two days, because maybe a day to make the video. Which was pretty rubbish, wasn't it? <laughs> Think about it. Come on. Lauren, Vincent, yes. what is the missing word? I think it's video. Is it video? Come on! It took a day. Really? You know, it took a day to kind of do it. Maybe two days, because maybe a day to make the video. Which is... <laughs> the relief I feel that you won that, Lauren. I think you deserve that. And maybe the truffles will keep Vincent happy for a few minutes. Listen, well done. We'll get that on its way to you very, very soon. Have a great day. Godspeed. Look after that pack pack, Vincent. Good man. Enjoy the visit with the baby. <laughs> See you later. Lovely to chat to you, Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to me, Angela Scanlon, on the Graham Norton radio show with Waitrose. Follow us on all our socials to keep up to date and make sure you check out our YouTube channel too. Just look up at Virgin Radio UK and you'll find loads of great interviews and live sessions too. Chat to you soon. The Graham Norton radio show with Waitrose. Food to feel good about. Virgin Radio.